Hello everyone, this is You've Got 5 Options, a radio show where we prove that 5 is a magic number. Our experts will give you 5 tips on how to make your private or professional life better. We will solve your life challenge by giving you 5 different options to choose from. And our guests will answer 5 exciting questions while live on air. Tune in and feel the magic of 5. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got 5 Options show and we are coming back with part 2 of one of the most unusual interviews I have personally ever done because I am interviewing my best friend Marta who is my co-host and my co-producer of the radio show You've Got 5 Options so I am alone, <laughs> I have to do it all by myself and as Marta also mentioned Marta, this is your first time as an interviewee. That's just how it's called, right? Interviewee. Yes, or a guest. Or a guest, yes. So uh, please tell me how was your experience so far? It has been very interesting and I cannot set it away from the experience of entire day where I jump from being a co-host to being a interviewee. So it definitely uh, requires quite some sharpness <laughs> yeah, today. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Uh, but I think so far so good. You did a great job. And uh, guys, if you would like to hear the first part of interview with Marta, and I know that you would like to, so like don't even deny it. It is uh, available on our YouTube channel. You only have to type you've got five options in a YouTube search window and you will find our channel and you can subscribe and see all of our episodes. But I guess the most popular way to listen to us is to actually subscribe to our podcast. Uh, and that is... That can be done through different things. Uh, if you have an iPhone, then you should, Marta, what you should find do? Find a podcast app. Just type in you've got five options in your podcast app and you'll find us. Yes, I am, for instance, a big Spotify user. So you can also find us on Spotify. We have actually this week got into Spotify. So you can find us there. And if you are um, using any other podcasting app, being a Stitcher radio or anything else that you use on Android mobile, you can also find us there. So please find the first part of this interview because I think it touches really important topic. A topic of making a change that is quite... I wouldn't call it drastic, but defining, because what we are talking about with Marta or what I'm actually interviewing her about is quitting her corporate job and following her heart in order to start her own business. And we are doing this because Marta's story has generated quite some buzz in a world of social media. Marta, you got a lot of comments and reactions, right? Yeah, I got not only comments and reactions on like LinkedIn and Facebook and so on, but I also got people messaging me and coming to me directly and uh, talking to me like, oh my God, how did you do it? Or I've been thinking about it for years and I would love to do that. So we concluded that it could be 
inspiring or maybe beneficial for some of our listeners who are sitting out there and feeling that their heart goes out into one direction and they are talking themselves out of this direction and staying where they are despite the fact that they are not happy where they are. And maybe you can find one word or one idea that can change the way you look at your present and future. Yes, and that also would definitely spare Marta answering everyone individually <laughs> with, you know, how did she come to this place where she finally managed to quit her job and to go into her own business. So Marta, now you can just send the links to the radio show and people will have all the answers. What do you think? I, I think this is very handy. Yeah, definitely. I also actually have a written piece on that. The five steps process that I went through, that is a very honest recollection of all the fears and doubts and ups and downs that I have had. So yeah, I think it's like, do you prefer to listen or read? Then uh, here is the interview. Here is the article. You just choose and you have all the answers. Yeah, that's great. And it's great that you actually tapped into the honesty part. This is actually the next type of a block of questions that I will ask you, because if you will come back to the first part and if you want, then you will find out now. I am interviewing Marta using my own branding model, which is called getting your shit together when shit stands for S story H honesty, I idea and T tribe. Plus, because it's you've got five options, I am adding one additional element, which is F for future. And this is how we came to the shift. So from shit to shift, actually a lot of meanings, right? I would say there is a philosophical, metaphysical and a literal meaning to it. But now we are on the second block, which is honesty, because in the first part, Marta was talking about her story. So basically who she is, what were her dreams? How did she got to the place where she is? And I think it gave you a dimension definitely as a person. So now we know who you are and now we will require some of the honesty that you were talking about now and you share that in your article. So first question is quite simple. Why coaching? Because you are actually going to be or you are a coach. Why coaching? So what I love about coaching is that is absolutely driven by a client. It's a process where a coach is like a facilitator or a catalyst, but does not take the driver's seat. It's all about the client and it's all about client's wisdom. And it's based on the approach that client knows all the answers because the client is the specialist in their own life. And the coach is there to facilitate the process of finding those answers, opening up some of the places that might have been a little bit in the dark, some of those blind spots. But the coach does not take the driver's seat. It's the client. It's client's agenda. It's his or her wisdom that is on the table. Marta, please tell me what kind of coaching, just briefly, because, you know, I'm. Uh, I have to say that before you started to study that, I was quite confused. There is a life coach, wellness coach, career coach, performance coach. It's a lot of coaches out there. What kind of coach are you? So uh, by education, my certificate is called personal performance coach. Okay, but I know for fact 
because I am also your web designer and been through your profile, I know that there is another part, an integral part of what you do, and it's called inner work or healing. Please tell me which one do you prefer and please tell me what's that all about. So apart from coaching, that's additional education that I have taken. It's called conscious healing. So for those of you who have been listening to us, you probably remember Cynthia. She has been on the radio not long time ago. She is my teacher and it's with her that I'm training the conscious healing methodology. So taking all the tools that I have acquired as a coach and the tools that I have learned from Cynthia and the tools I have read about in books, listened about in podcasts, because this has been my passion. So I have been educating myself not only through this education like a certification, but also by passion in many different places. I have connected some of those dots and methodologies into my own methodology to which for now I refer to as inner work facilitator. Okay, Marta, that sounds very interesting because it looks like you are creating your own program, I would say. Am I understanding this correctly? So I think most of the people, they learn from their teachers or their masters, and then sooner or later, they create their own take on it. So definitely, yes, there are so many different tools and methodologies available. So of course, I take my experience, I take my education, I take my own journey, and I connect it into the things that I believe are really helpful, the ones that I resonate the most with, and the ones I believe can be the most helpful for my clients. Yeah, and this actually goes to a very honest question. I think you partially have answered it, but I will still ask it why exactly this why this coaching and healing is it because it's the most lucrative thing that you could imagine making money on or is it accidental because you just made a certificate or is there a reason behind why you want to work with this thing at this specific point of time yes so you asked me at the beginning why coaching and i told you what i love about coaching and i love this part that this is client driven and it's about the client and healing part i love because this helps people to overcome their limitations this is this work that is much deeper level where you go into somebody's mind and you look into fears and self-doubt and self-love and procrastination and you go deeper with it so that you can actually heal it. So some of the tools that you can get in coaching, depends what type of coaching, it goes only on a mental level mm -hmm. and healing takes it deeper. So there is definitely things that I love about coaching and definitely the things I believe are just amazing about conscious healing and I connect them and why exactly do I want to do that? It is because it's my life purpose. It's my passion to facilitate the process of getting from where people are right now to where they want to be, whether it's a goal, whether it's a dream, whether it's improving the quality of life. I am truly passionate about turning that inner voice that we have of doubt, fear and procrastination into this voice that will be there for you, that will be supporting you, that will be truly loving. So that's why coaching and healing are the tools that I believe that really work and I can connect them together for facilitating that process for people. Mm -hmm. I can fully understand that and it makes sense. I just have a question. 
Why do you feel that this is your passion? Is there anything that makes you be passionate about this? Because you know, some people are passionate about baking cakes, right?、Mm-hmm. Some people are passionate about being personal trainers for others and making their health in shape. Some people are passionate about, I don't know, making movies, writing. You are passionate about. Helping people to unlock their potential and improve their quality of life. Why do you think you are passionate exactly about that? I don't know if I can find the wording for why, because it goes on a feeling level. About two years ago, I really started to question what's my purpose? Why the heck am I here? And what am I supposed to do with my life to actually bring value? And I started to make such a huge research about that. You would not believe what kind of methods I have tested, what kind of books and articles and podcasts and methods I have tried out to help myself find what is my life purpose. But one thing that really resonated with me is a super simple thing: what makes you feel joy when you do that? And I started to look for those moments of joy, and I have noticed that I feel entirely and lovingly fulfilled in a moment where I meet with a person, and this person who has their struggles or bad days or are tired or are just fed up with being in the same place for a long time. By contact with me, by the interaction that we have together, they literally their eyes start to sparkle. Their body language improves. They raise. They start to shine. And when I am able to be in this kind of interaction, and when I am able to be a facilitator or a catalyst to this process, where people literally like are in a place where they are like small and tired into being empowered because something has lifted for them, is like the biggest honor. Is like the most fulfilling situation that I have ever found myself. So this is something that gives such a An amazing meaning and value to my life that I am just, you know, feeling honored and grateful and fulfilled. That's really, really convincing what you have said. And I think that when we find something that we truly love doing, and then we see some kind of a fruit out of it, when a person blossoms, as you said, I think this is what we normally call the the purpose, right? The calling. Or that true passion we should follow.、Uh, I have yet another idea that I would like to ask you, but I think it will fall better into a different category. So, for the time being, in our honesty blog, I would like to ask you this question: You have received a lot of messages, Marta, from people saying you are my hero. You are so brave. So, as you can see, many people perceive this step. As something really difficult, right? And you are already on the other side in a sense that you have made that decision, and you have quit your job. But you also mentioned in the first part of this interview that from the idea, the sparkle, the little sparkle, until this moment, it has been roughly three and a half years. Let's just say it for simplicity's sake, right? So please tell me what was the number one single hardest thing that you have to overcome or work with. In this three and a half years on your journey, from having an idea to actually quitting your job and starting your own business, what was what would you say was number one hardest thing for you? That was definitely the fear of losing financial security. That was definitely something that has driven me in and out of taking that decision several times. How did you 
cope with that. Because I think this is actually very, very valid point. I think this is what most people are afraid of, uh, especially if they have a comfortable salary, right? In a, because you actually were working in a company and you were a high-level specialist, so you were earning good money. It's a very good comfort zone. What helped you? To make the step forward. These were two ladies that have really helped me. One of them is called Pam Litford. She's a great coach, someone that I was truly inspired in when it comes to coaching, going deeper with coaching. She, during the coaching training, she has made a demo with me on value elicitation. And it was thanks to her that it came to my attention that it is the financial security that drives me on an operational level, that this is something that will be driving me in and out of taking a decision. So I'm truly grateful for that experience. It has shaken me and it has brought it to my absolute awareness in a completely new level. And the second thing that has allowed me to do that is actually the conscious healing because I have managed to heal that part of me that was locked in fear. So it's actually through conscious healing that I have managed to reduce the level of fear to this kind of level where it no longer stops me. And this is so amazing because I am, one could think in the most stressful situation I have ever been, I have quit my job, I'm starting my own business, is the first time in years that I'm sleeping well. Really? I have had tremendous insomnia problems for as long as I can remember, but because it was also tied with the security, insecurity and fear, actually working that process of managing my fear, everything that comes with uh, conscious healing, I am also actually sleeping well right now, which is, I guess, just so amazing. Okay, that's a very interesting thing to say. So I think this is a shared fear among many people who are uh, considering starting their own business. And so basically, one person that you met turned the torch on your little monster that you were not aware of. So basically that your decisions are driven by this financial security. And I guess you have then an awareness and then you can actually address it, right? Do I understand this correctly, that this is how it helps? Yes, definitely. So, of course, I had an idea that I am driven by financial security, but putting it into perspective of my idealistic values and in connection with the values that drive me in and out of taking decisions, that was just such an invaluable knowledge. So it was the whole setup. I actually had an idea that this financial security is something that is very important for me, but it gave it a completely different dimension. It was like a completely deeper level of awareness that I needed. It's something clicked, something changed. Okay, Marta. So uh, the last question from the honesty set is how many times did you make the decision to quit your job before you actually really quit your job? It's difficult to measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because it. Uh, I have thought about it for quite a while and definitely for good, for real, actually like a year ago. So I would say that the first time I seriously thought about quitting my job was actually the first quarter of this year. That was like when I seriously started to consider doing that. And then I changed my mind. Then I thought about it again and I spoke about it with my manager. Then I changed my mind again and then I did it. Okay, so we can definitely see this is not just I make a decision and I go for it. For some people, definitely it could be. But 
this can be also a path that takes a couple of turns and that's all right. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it was a journey for me, for sure. So, um, Marta, I would like to ask you just a couple of questions about your idea and actually your tribe and your future. So I will pick one question that I am really curious about. So about the idea, you have already mentioned that what you are planning to do is come up with your own methodology or your own program that combines element of coaching and healing. Is that correct? Did I understood that correctly? Yes. Please tell me how will your idea or how will your service potentially change the world of reality of your client? What do you think it's unique about this comparing to probably one million life coaches or something like that? So that's, of course, always the most uh, difficult question. And I think that it is. That's why I asked. Yeah. <laughs> and each and every single coach is needed and necessary here because we are so many different people. And it's even sometimes just basically on an energy level. Sometimes it's not even about defining exactly which tools and what kind of clients you're going to help. It's sometimes simply on an energy level. But what I believe is something that at least differentiates me from Uh, some of the coaches is that my methodology is very much based on the fact that I believe that each one of us has this down-to-earth part of ourselves, the part where we want to be successful, this reality we are living in on the planet Earth, so to speak, and the spiritual part. So this part where we are more intuitive, emotional, and I believe that What's special about how I work with my clients is to integrate these two parts. And I believe that in order to live a fulfilled life and be successful in whether it's a business that you want to establish or a career that you want to pursue, it is about bringing those two important parts of you, integrating them and then becoming this whole person. Yeah. That's, I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for. That is the answer I was looking for because then I, I can draw to the, to the question about your ideal client avatar. So basically, you just explained what is different and unique about your practice. And I have to say, I totally agree with you. Sometimes it's not so much about a program. It's about the energy or the way you communicate with certain type of people that will make the definition if they will be your client, if you will be their coach and so on. But I understand that what you want to integrate is those two parts that many of us see as conflicting parts, that you are either this or either that. You are either down to earth and rational or you are, I don't know, a dreamer and following your gut. Our societies, they like the We like to say this is uh, left and right, black and white, good or evil. And I really think that it's great that you are trying to say that one part cannot live without another. And in order to be a whole person, you need to integrate that. But I'm super curious. And that's one of the key questions I always ask people when they are talking about branding. What is your perfect client? So this is the ideal client avatar, because it's important not to just say it's a woman of age, this and this living in this, this country with this and this income. But how do you empathically feel or see your client? And I know that you have a couple of types. So just maybe for simplicity, 
choose one. So I would like to choose one that I called a great leader. So that's one client type that I would love to work with because I believe that we are missing great leaders in the world. And I would love to work with people who feel that they really want to upgrade as leaders and they are ready to unlock the potential of the members of their teams. So the leaders who want to inspire and lead other people, who want to create this compassionate atmosphere in their teams and they want their teams to feel like at home. They want their teams to be inspired, passionate about their work and so on. So that's definitely one of the clients I would like to work with, progressive leaders who are ready there to empower their teams. Thank you for that. And I think this is actually a super valid question. We will also have guests talking about leadership and how important it is. I think it's a very, very valid topic. But I was also observing your answers throughout this interview. And I have met this opinion that many people who are going into different type of services that are based on helping others uh, want to help themselves from the past. Would you say that one of your perfect ideal client avatars is Marta from a couple of years ago? Yes, you've mentioned yourself and I actually see myself having a few perfect clients. And definitely there is a client that is me like two years ago, which is I have no freaking idea what I am supposed to do with my life, but I am not happy with where I am right now and I'm fed up with it. I want to figure out why the hell am I here? What am I supposed to do? What's my passion? What's my life purpose? And how do I make it happen in my life? So that's definitely one client. So finding yourself, defining what's your life purpose, defining your career path or whatever you would like to call it and making it happen bringing it to your life, taking concrete and right actions for you. That's one. And then the other one is the one that already found what it is and has an idea, but doesn't know how to bring it to life. So that is also something I'm truly passionate about. People who have their amazing idea and they have their passion and they want to make it happen, but they can't get there because it's either the procrastination or fear or self-doubt. I guess these three are the most common that stand on their way from where they are right now to where they want to be. So I would say with these three, I would cover the three main clients that I would love to and I'm going to work with. Fantastic, Marta. And I have to say that uh, your eyes truly sparkled when you were describing your ideal client avatars who were the past you. We have to finish for now, but we cannot finish without the F, which is future. So I will ask you one question about the future. And that is a question that I am now thinking would be the most appropriate. Where do you see yourself in one year? Where do I see myself in one year? Yes. Well, funny enough, I do still see myself in this radio studio. <laughs> okay, that's that. that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that was uh, one thing. And where do I see myself? You know, my future is just opening in front of me. I quit my job. I'm going to start my own business. So I am at the defining point of my life. But what I know is that in one year's time, I know much more about myself. I know much more about what it is exactly that I want to do with my business. I am just finalizing a year where I have 
got some huge goals, literally in the, you know, runner up phase for the goals that I set up for myself for this year. And I have managed to achieve them. I or I am on the finishing line of achieving them. So I am in the process of doing that set up for 2019. Thank you, Marta, for that answer. And I would like to say that one of my goals for 2019 is to make an interview with you again in a year and ask you for this experience. And I hope you would agree to have this gentleman's agreement with me. Will you? Definitely. Although I would see it more like ladies agreement. Yes. Um, I just, for a lack of better word, I used gentleman. So thank you very much, Marta, for being my today's guest. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. And if you would like to ask Marta a question directly, forget about it. That's why she made this podcast. Okay, I'm joking. You can reach her. And I think all the information will be in the show notes. But, you know, first of all, you can reach her through five options, of course. But uh, other information where you can reach Marta directly will be in the show notes of this episode. So, guys, don't hesitate. And, yeah, check her out. Uh, uh, decently and professionally. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks! <laughs>